So you probably shouldn't talk about your parents, right? Well, today we're actually going to talk about them, specifically your mom. This one is for you, mom. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Does your mom listen, producer? Oh, yes. Love you, mom. <laughs> which mom? He's going to say which one's coming to his defense this time. <laughs> I love all of my moms. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Kingdom Speak. It's been a week. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Come on, you missed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You missed your line. It's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. How have you been? Remember we used to do that? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to say no, it, are I'm you? Not. No, I'm going to have a drink of my... <laughs> I almost uh, got him, guys. Yeah. I almost got him. So if you're a loyal listener, we've talked about this in the past, how you know I try to kick off and you always try to sound conversational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been sitting around this table for hours now. Yeah. 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 Let me give you a couple small feedbacks we received on our YouTube channel. Ah. So let's go there All for right. some gold instead of our Apple Podcast feedback. Kayla says, I've been here since the first episode. Thank you, Kayla. Congratulations. Keep it up. What a patient listener if you've been here since yeah, the first. You're yeah. right. They deserve a medal. You're right. Remember, the, uh, I hope we get to meet you someday. We will shake your hand. <laughs> Woo, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. So thank you for listening to Kingdom Speak. We appreciate the feedback. Uh, Brian says, thank you, brethren, for sharing your hearts. I'm a couple weeks post of this recording, but I heard the voice of God while listening to this. Thank you. Wow. I'm not sure if you're referring to the voice of producer Randy or... Well... No, that would never that be confused <laughs> with the voice of God. Amen. <laughs> I agree. But yeah. this is the cool part. So he says he heard the voice of God while listening to this mowing grass. That's pretty oh. awesome. So he's oh, one did, of those did, guys. Did, yeah. Were the lines straight? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. I got respect for a guy who can mow with straight lines. I like Absolutely. That. I liked it. God bless y'all. Thanks again. Thank you for listening, Brian. We appreciate that. Oh, it's great feedback. We love it. We love it. It helps we us. It. Uh, we are growing. So the month of April was our biggest month yet. Yes. Right? Yes. So hey, the we, feedback's like an amen to preachers. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. So, amen. Right? Can I get an amen? Amen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Can I get an amen, man? You haven't mashed that button. I know, in a I know, while. I know. We'll work that one in today. Just sleeping we'll on the job, man. We've been too busy dropping Bible bombs. Yes, exactly. So if you're listening to this and you didn't realize you missed Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. So yeah. Now and, and, and if that just dawned on you. <laughs> Let us help you. It's already dawned on your mother. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She did not need this reminder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's a bad feeling when you realize you forget it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it is too late to do something, but it's not too late. You better respect your mom. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she's forgiving. Yeah. You know, my mom is probably the most patient person I know. And that's based on personal experience. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. Have have you taught her patience? Oh man. We need to bring <laughs> your mom 
she, on the show. We no should. chance she would agree to that. She would, no, she probably <laughs> no, would. There's no chance. We'll have a very candid <laughs> conversation with her. <laughs> Could we have a quote unquote off the record conversation mm-hmm. that she just didn't know we were mm-hmm. recording? Part of growing up is, I'm sure you guys have experienced this. You know, we were talking with Pastor Ed Snyder last week about self awareness. Mm-hmm. And you have the moments in your life where you realize the stupid things you did as a kid. Do you ever do you ever have that moment where you realize that oh my parents treated me so well oh. compared to what I sh- oh. should have? Yeah, I remember asking my you know we would go to Grand Falls, right? That was a big trip, you know. Still is actually. <laughs> it has become a big trip again. <laughs> Full circle. Yes. And I would just ask them to buy me all this stuff. I, I didn't even need it. No. Just, no, and really probably didn't even want it. It was just kind of an impulsive. Oh, my word. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> wow, this is getting wow. Kind of You've never did that, did you, already? Wow. Go ahead, Producer Randy. Yes. Your turn. Yeah. Hi, my name is Randy. <laughs> and I have a mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Special, special people in our lives are our mothers. They are the, um, I think they are the often unsung, mm-hmm. to be a, to, to risk being a bit cliche-ish, mm-hmm. the unsung heroes or that secret powerhouse that's the engine that drives a lot of successful lives. Mm-hmm. And um, so we do honor all... Of the moms today. I read this quote from Gandhi. I don't just pull Gandhi quotes out of my hat. You know, I, I don't do that. But I knew we were going to be talking about this. So I looked up this. It says, it may be possible to gild pure gold, but who can make his mother more beautiful? Mm. Very nice. Let me give you um, one. That- and I have a second quote that says, live, love, laugh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> wow. It's also a painting. Wow. It's a sticker. You can get it as a painting? Wow. Yeah. Really? Well, that'd be cool if you could have it as a bumper sticker. I was just going to say, Kingdom's big bumper sticker. Live, laugh. What? <laughs> Live, love, laugh. Oh, oh, don't forget the love. Live, love, laugh. With Kingdom's big. <laughs> if any of you do graphic design, you know it's Scriptina font. Yes. yes and it's it everywhere. <laughs> it's disgusting. You don't live, love, and laugh? No. Your, no. your walls don't. I don't do it because that sticker tells me to. Oh, you don't? You just do it? Okay, rant over. Let's okay. Go ahead. When you're a mother, you are never really alone in your thoughts. A mother always has to think twice. Mm. Once for herself and once for her child. <laughs> Is that not true? She's one step ahead. Yeah, it's kind of like the Senate what do they call it? The, the seat of sober second thought. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I know as a, as a, as a dad, I've, I've been asked the question and, and my son, I hope he's not listening, but probably knows I'm the weak link when it comes to, Hey, can I do this? Yeah, sure. Can I, can I go skydiving? Yeah. 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 Can I bungee jump? Yeah. And, and like, there's this little, well, the mother, the, the voice of say, yeah, the voice of reason, kind of <laughs> chirping away quietly over there, like maybe. <laughs> Can I just have the a reality? It's more like um, homework or something of that nature, you know. Mm-hmm. Now let's just go ahead and 
and do this. Yeah, but what about homework? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thank God for my wife mm-hmm. and for good, good role models. You know, um, society has kind of cheapened mm-hmm. uh, the role mm-hmm. that a mother plays in in the fabric of a of a moral of the construction of that moral society. I don't think it's a coincidence that we're unraveling at the seams on national, even global levels. Mm. All we got to do is look at the home lives. Everything's built on a strong home life. It is. Right? Strong families. It is. That yep. Judeo-Christian mm. value of a dad, a mom, children, mm-hmm. and then for the sake of today's topic, that integral role that a mother plays um you know i've i've, I've said this it, it, there's so many there's so many aspects about being a mother that just go unappreciated day in and day out you know i've got this magic hole in in my bathroom mm-hmm. it's amazing i i can throw dirty clothes in it and mm-hmm. poof and it's like bam when i come back at at night that night, they're all, they're all hanging in my closet. Shirts. Wow. Where do I get one of those? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I was talking about the shirt. Can I get an amen? Shirt. Can I get an amen? No, I'm not giving you an amen for that. You're not. You're not. <laughs> Woo. What, what did you think I meant? Yeah. Wow. I thought I had some friends on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> so... The, the the simple, not so simple, day-to-day things that that our mothers, our wives mm-hmm. do that we really don't take the time to appreciate. We appreciate women, mm-hmm. you know, and so that that are that are successful in careers, our society has no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, feminism and this woke culture has has elevated the role of successful women in the corporate arena to a point that, yeah, so all, all of the Fortune 500 uh, women that listen to our podcast are, are really not who we're focusing our attention on. Mm. They, get, they get their just dues at yearly banquets mm. and, and reward ceremony, award ceremonies. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about those humble, brilliant mm. ladies that pack the school lunches mm. and change the world one child at a time. And our society kicks back against that. Mm. It really does. It kind of um, resists, and and I'm I'm afraid that our society affects the church a whole lot more than what we even care to admit. For sure. Where we begin restructuring the pursuits. You know, I've seen a, I've seen a meme, and I've tried to find it. It was a meme of, of a racetrack, the lanes, the bright red track, you know. And on the outside two lanes were two men dressed in their 
executive suits and their attache cases and and the other end of the of the field was the checkered flag of of success in a corporate sense Mm -hmm. and then there were three lanes beside them where there were women who were in their business attire as well high heels got their louis vuittons you know Mm -hmm. but between them and the checkered flag was washers and dryers and heaps of laundry and Mm. stoves and and dirty dishes and so the subliminal or even not so subliminal feminist messaging there was that they had to go through all of this stuff Mm. before they could tag the success flag biblically that christian model is that you don't have to look farther than your home Mm. as a mom to be a success we are definitely not inferring that women cannot be involved in business that women cannot have successful careers but i do challenge the notion that because a woman decides of her own volition to be a keeper of the home that she is not subpar or inferior to the most successful corporate women mm. in our society. Yes. They're making a difference. Yeah. They're making the difference. Mm. The difference. And scripture's pretty clear about its opinion of this classification of being a keeper of the home. So Paul writes to, to, to Titus, and he says in chapter 2, in verse number one, speak things which become sound doctrine. This is how much he thinks what he's talking about is important. This needs to be doctrinal. Mm-hmm. He addresses the men. That's for another episode. That Verse three, the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Highlighting that one expression there, keepers of the home. That is not just someone who cleans the house. And I know we've highlighted those rather mundane tasks that our wives and mothers um, may fill from day to day. But that's not what is being addressed here, at least exclusively. He's not just teaching, you know, asking the older women to to domesticate the younger women. Mm. You can hire somebody to clean your house. Exactly. But you can't hire someone to keep your home. Big difference. There's a major difference between having someone dust the shelves in your house and someone be a keeper, a guardian yes. of the home. That role is, is and responsibility lands squarely on the shoulders of the mother. Be the guardian of that home. Keep your eyes open. Watch what's going on. Mm-hmm. Be the keeper of the home. Okay. Again, That doesn't mean that you can't have someone help you with the laundry or someone else can clean the floors, but no one else can raise your children. Mm. 
Well, how many, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was just thinking this. How many times have you heard someone successful, whether it be, you know, what and however you're going to define success, but, you know, a, a great leader who, when they're talking, and if you pay attention to what they say, almost all of them will make reference to, you know, I couldn't have done this without. without. Right? And generally in that list is a good mother. Yes, most often. Right? It's a strong family. It's... You know, and I think we should mention in in passing, if you grew up without a mom, we tip our hats to you. Yeah. Right? Without that influence, for sure. You know, it's it's almost an unfair advantage to have a solid home nowadays yeah. compared to so many broken homes. You're an anomaly, really. Right. If if yeah. if you've managed to be a success. But it it does. It, it's mentioned by so many people that you have, you know, I couldn't have done this without my mom, couldn't have done this without my family. It's such a huge thing. Well, this, this is this is how significant God feels about the role of the family. It says that he setteth the solitary in families. Mm. What does the family constitute of a dad, a mom? Mm-hmm. For today's discussion, a father, a keeper of the home. He didn't set the solitary in a church. He didn't set the solitary in a group home. He didn't set the solitary in in some uh, soup kitchen somewhere, mm. right? Mm. Some homeless shelter. But he said, if I can take that person who has no connection with nobody, they're solitary, they're by themselves, then their success and their potential for success will be so amplified if I can put them in a functioning home that has a keeper, someone that watches out for them. Someone that says, uh, 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 I'm, I'm praying for you. I notice that mm-hmm. you're a bit down today. I, I, this happens to me. I've been blessed to have an amazing wife who is an incredible mother who notices things by reason of her keeping the home. Mm-hmm. She notices things about my son about his attitude, about his struggles, about how he may be emotionally at this moment, that she brings to my attention that without without her attentiveness, mm. I'd have blew right past it. There's mm. something about our male nature that we just, we're not given to details, mm-hmm. right? And Well, at, I wouldn't throw myself under that bus, but you could, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of throwing yourself under the bus, I think you're under the bus already, pal. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's a there's a connection. Mm-hmm. There's a connection between what goes on in the home and how a nation ultimately the direction that that nation goes. There's a connection between the home hmm. and the church. Strong churches are comprised of strong families. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, want to, I want to give a little example here of what we're talking about, and it can be found in the book of Judges. The story begins in chapter 4, but, but I'd, I'd like for us to read uh, chapter 5 and verse number 24. Do you have it there? Yeah, let's go. Judges 5.24 says, Blessed above women shall be Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, be. 
So blessed, blessed above women. Mm-hmm. All right. Blessed shall she be above women in the tent. In the tent. Keepers at the home. Hmm. Now he said she's blessed above. What's the, what's the opening say? Above. Women. Blessed women. She's in a superior position. Mm-hmm. There's no higher calling. No higher calling than to be in that position that JL was in. Hmm. To be successful in the tent is way more important than being successful in the marketplace. Hmm. She outpaces the success of those that are in the marketplace. Goes on to tell why. He asked water. He being Sisera. And she gave him milk. Yes. She brought forth butter in a lordly dish. In a lordly dish. That sounds extravagant. Another translation says she brought him milk curds Hmm. in a noble's bowl. Hmm. Okay? So, So let's unpack this story a little bit. The setting of this is that we are reading... Uh, some rather riveting narratives throughout the book of Judges. Yes. Of, of things that transpire Very entertaining. when there's no king in Israel. Man, you see it over and over again. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. Yeah. Oh, Whew. we're going to have an episode about that. That's an episode all of its own. But they, they did that which was right. Even though we perceive and understand that it was wrong, when they were doing it, they thought it was right. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah. thought it was right. Okay, so in that setting, to bring the proper balance to what we're talking about, we have a lady by the name of Deborah, who is leading a military charge because Barak was too spineless to do it without her. Mm -hmm. Okay, so women can fill roles outside of the tent. Absolutely. We are not stating that they shouldn't. But the pursuit needs to be above. Listen, do you know who is more important than Deborah in this story? Mm-hmm. JL. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's more blessed amongst women. Why? Because of what she did within her tent. So Israel's going to battle. They're confronting an adversary. Barak is relying on Deborah to lead the charge. Guess what Deborah says to him? No problem. If you're not going to go into battle without me, I'll go. But you know what's going to happen? God is going to deliver this battle into the hands of a woman. Because Mm -hmm. you're not fulfilling your role, then it's going to be a woman that leads the charge and ultimately gets the victory. Mm -hmm. If you stop the narrative there, you think it's going to be Deborah. You would think that she is heaping prophetic utterances upon herself. She's not. She's not speaking of herself and the role that she is playing, which is a critical strategic role Yes, in leading the charge and going, fight now, attack, okay? That's no small role, but that was not what she was referring to. You must keep reading. So the battle's raging on the front lines. Deborah's out there, and she's got Barak and all of the forces but there's an, an, another entire element 
that's at home in the tent, keeping the children, guarding the home. Mm-hmm. Upon Deborah's direction, they 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 lead they they they, they initiate the attack. And they win, man. Like, they're winning this thing. Men are being slaughtered. The adversary is being slaughtered. Cesara, who is the king that they're attacking, escapes. And he starts running for JL's tent. Okay? Mm -hmm. This is a tent. This is not a palace. This is not a compound. Mm -hmm. This is a tent. When you look at that meaning there, it means a mobile dwelling. It's something that had been taken down and set up. There's nothing worse than living in a tent. Ah, nothing permanent. (laughs) Nothing permanent. I bet we could get an amen from some ladies who have lived in those temporary dwellings. I have friends who go out in the woods and sleep in a tent, and I and I, I don't get it. Like for a night is too much. Yes. Yes. You imagine living in one? She's living in a tent. She's raising a family in a tent. You 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 know very well that every tent dwelling woman at that point had her mind on the battle raging on the front line. Based on the outcome of the battle would determine whether they were going to be captive. Oh my word. Right. I mean the she could have been wrestling at home with if Deborah's on the front line. How come I can't be on the front line? I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I, I feel like I'm insignificant. What difference am I making to my nation right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what her day-to-day responsibility was. I don't know what she was doing, mm-hmm. but I do know she was guarding her tent because here comes Sisera running and she welcomes him in to her tent and says, "Oh, this is a safe place. Come 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 right on in." Now, what I'm what I what I want us to see here is the connectivity between home fronts and battle fronts. Right. Gotcha. Keep your home in the battle. You don't have to be on the battle front to be making a difference in how the battle's going to be ultimately out the the ultimate outcome of the battle. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. You can make a difference in the tent yes. that ultimately swings the pendulum mm. for the whole nation and secures or procures the victory for an entire nation. Right. Everybody's role matters. Everybody's mattering. Mm. It, you don't have to be a five-star general to make the difference. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can be a keeper at the home that ultimately swings and cements the victory. She brings Cesara in. He escaped the generals. He escaped all of the guys that had the military genius. He even escaped Deborah. What would have happened if JL would have been asleep at the switch? What would have happened if she would have bought into the narrative that said, I'm just a keeper of the home? I mean, I don't, I don't even have a job. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even have a, an eight to five. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just someone that raising kids at home. I'm insignificant. Nah. Hmm. She was observant. She had her head in the game. When when her nation was in a conflict, she was making sure she was guarding her home the same way they were guarding the front line. Mm-hmm. She brings JL in. 
asks him if he'd like to lay down. She creates a space for him. He asks for some water, Mm -hmm. and she brings him in a noble's dish or a, what's that translation, the King James? A lordly dish. A lordly dish. Think this speaks so much of JL. She was ready for the moment. Hmm. She's in a temporary dwelling. She's living in a tent. She is, she has no permanency in her life whatsoever, but she has what it takes to entertain royalty within her own home. Mm-hmm. She did not bring him a glass. A, a, a cup of water in some Tupperware dish. <laughs> a Dixie cup. <laughs> she realized who she was entertaining. Yep. I wonder how many times, if we may evangelize the text a bit, when she's tearing down the tent, you know what? setting <laughs> it back up, packing everything away, she's going, why, why am I keeping this lordly dish? It's a lordly cup right there. That is a lordly cup. You need one of those. Kingdomspeak.ca. There's a king yourself. in you. If you get a cup like this, you'll pull the king Woo! out of you. Well... Well, can I get wow. an amen? Can I get an amen? Amen! Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah! Hallelujah. That's a nice She cup. brought it to him in a kingdom spuck speak. Kingdom spuck. <laughs> <laughs> we should put a crown on the side of those mugs. Well, that'd be a neat idea. Yeah. Yeah. Now, where could I get one of those mugs if I really wanted one, Pastor McKillo? JL. <laughs> JL.com. <laughs> So she brings him in a vessel that meets his position, Mm. that matches. She knew how to handle royalty. Yeah, she made him comfortable. She did. Mm. She entreated him. Which is an art. It is. Mm -hmm. Yep. She's not in a palace. She's in a tent. But she has lordly dishes. She was prepared to entertain a king. Every keeper of the home needs to be prepared to entertain a king. Man, talk about thinking on your feet. She knew who this guy was, right? She did. (laughs) He was like on Israel's FBI most wanted list. Uh, Yeah, Bin Laden is here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. I got to get this guy asleep. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> you got to know how to put him to bed, if you will, before you can put him to sleep. You have to entreat him. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to set him at ease. And so she brings him milk. She relaxes him, puts him to sleep. The whole time, her mind... Is just a whirling. What am I going to do with this guy once I get him asleep? Right? She couldn't go over to the next tent and ask one of the military guys to come over and finish him off. They're all out at the battlefront. Are you seeing the connectivity between the home front and the battlefront? Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the most egregious oversights in Christianity to think that all the battle happens on the battlefront. Victory happens at home. Mm. It's one at home. Now that she's got him asleep, she goes, and I don't think it's coincidental that she goes and gets a tent peg 
she drove one of them things before. She had a hammer, and she got grabbed the tent peg. Part of the structure of her home is what she used to gain ultimate victory for the nation. Mm-hmm. Do you understand the importance of what we just said? A piece mm. of the home. A piece of the that structural element of the home mm. is what dealt the death blow to the adversary of the nation. Mm-hmm. And she won it in her own home. Wow. A tent peg, a hammer. Okay, I, I've not done a lot of that. I would be I would be very nervous to approach a sleeping enemy and use that approach. She was she was her she was adept at handling tent pegs mm-hmm. she and hammers. Up, she set up the tent a few times. She'd she'd done it before. She mm-hmm. said, I know what I can do. Yeah. I know. I don't have a sword. I don't have a shield. I don't have a spear. I'm going to use what I got. How do you feel if you're one of them big gorillas and you come back and you hear the story and you're like, you did what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who would have thought of that? Right. <laughs> but you know who thought of it? A mama. Mm-hmm. The ingenuity and the adaptive nature of that mama using what she has to ultimately gain the victory. Structure is so important. It, the structure of the home will ultimately give us the, bat, the victory in the battles that we're facing as a people of God. Mm-hmm. We'll never win any more battles than what the structure of the home can ultimately support. It, it demands us to place a lot of attention you know, on home life. It does. Look, look at Aiken. Yep. And the home life that ultimately brought the progression, the lack of that structure and submission to the word of God brought the entire nation to a standstill. So the lack of structure or the presence of structure within the tent ultimately determines the outcome for the victory of the entire nation of Israel. I don't think, you know, if, 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 if we were to put it on a scale of worth and value, mm. this is going to seem so hyper simple, mm-hmm. okay? But just praying with your kids every day yeah. and being there when they come home and reading the Word of God to them and cultivating family altar mm-hmm. and demonstrating that you love them and like cold milk and hot chocolate chip cookies. Oof. Man. You could also drop those off to the King of Spain crew. Send, Whew. please mail to. Fresh cups of coffee in royal dishes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, but it is, it's so small. But it's so it's simple so, that we don't think it makes a difference. But how, how it was much? a tent peg. It was a tent bag, people. Going at somebody with a hammer and a tent bag. A tent bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I'm reaching for my sword, and this lady is doing it with a tent peg and a hammer, and she did. And she did it. 
She did it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the ultimate outcome of JL, okay, and this is this is this is what Deborah was prophetically foretelling. This is her. The outcome is going to be in the hand of a woman. It's going to be a lady that's going to yield and wield ultimate victory mm -hmm. in this outcome. Yep. How many things are still yet roaming? How many enemies are yet roaming around our churches, the people of God, the rank and file of the people of God? Just because we got too many people more interested in societal acclaim, too many ladies willing to trade in mm -hmm. the role of keeping the home for keeping the office. There's nothing more scary than an angry mother. Like, I can see my mom doing this. Can you guys picture your mother doing that? <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to, have, have you guys, have you guys ever listened to, um, Amos and Andy. Oh yeah. Oh, been a while, but you. Yeah. How how do you say that? There's no wrath like the wrath of a sapphire spurned. <laughs> sapphire. <laughs> the guy with the lisp. Yeah, yeah. That that that's a problem. Yep. My mom could look at me Woo. across the auditorium in the church. Okay. And she could just give me that look that chilled me to the bone. Oh, put a hole right in you. Woo. Yeah. She was the guardian of the home. No question. No question. And the older that I get, the more I value mm -hmm. those seeming, seemingly insignificant tent peg moments mm -hmm. where my mom made the difference and it was the small things. It was, it was just those mm. little, I, 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 I don't think we can overemphasize the fact that she seen him coming and entreated him to come in. Yeah. It's the and quick entertain thinking. it. I mean, it's, yeah. like that. Yeah. She never missed the opportunity. She, she wasn't miffed that she wasn't on the front lines of the battle to the point that she refused to stay on the front lines of the home. What kind of victory could we see mm. in our midst? If, if, first of all, and that's what this whole episode is really about, is if we would express the value, first of all, to the JLs mm -hmm. of our churches, of our life, and thank them for the victories that they've wrought mm. and the structure that they've added to our lives. Oh, so true. And secondly, what could happen if we could wake up a JL mm -hmm. in you that says, I'm not just mopping the floor. I'm, I'm gaining the victory. Mm -hmm. I'm not just washing dishes and cleaning laundry and praying with my snotty-nosed kids. I am making a difference 
in their lives and in the lives of the nation. So if we could just be an encouragement, it's, yeah, thank you, moms. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah. How, That's, many, how many battles did my mom win? That you didn't have that to fight. I didn't even have to fight. Well said. Well so said. True. So true. So do you know what? My mom is blessed above women. Mm-hmm. She's not walked the marble-clad halls of corporate success, but she's going to help get my feet on streets of gold. And that's worth a lot. Thanks to my wife for helping me raise my son. Thanks to every mom in our audience today. Thanks for every lady who refuses to allow the stigma of society to force her and coerce her into trading in that position of being a guardian of the home. And says, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait just now. I'm going to keep dusting off that royal, that royal bowl and I'm going to keep some milk in the fridge. And just now I'm going to have a chance to make a difference in the kingdom within my own tent. JL, you are blessed above 